1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE.
0: It is sports day and it's a big welcome in to our new audience. Joining us for the first time this evening, Mark Duffield got that Tempertex text firing 0433 98 1116 with his thoughts on the assistance package handed to North that wasn't handed to West Coast and the wider ramifications of that very shortly, Hamish Ogilvy, Fremantle draftee Ollie Murphy, Geelong AFLW star Nina Morrison. And Sydney's first pick, Will Green. We're locked and loaded. The Harcourt's open line. If you want to have your say, great prizes to give away is 130 736 736. Well, I've got to say, I did like what Adelaide did. Jared, it You've was bold. Yep. It was a strategy that I think they'd planned. Well let's find out when they did plan it, because the man who pulled it off is our next guest, Hamish Ogilvy is his name. Hamish, thanks for for joining us.
1: Afternoon, Kane. G'day, Jared.
2: Congratulations, Hamish. A fantastic job. Uh, You uh, certainly found a way to get your man.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure it's down to me, boys. Um, There's plenty of smarter people than me that put all those numbers together and uh, worked on that strategy. So, well, probably Richard and I do the easy bit. We call the player out. It's probably easier going to the footy. But the strategy that uh, comes with it. The guys and Rudy did an outstanding job with that. So uh, to, to get Dan in, do the trade, and still have three you know, Dan plus two other first-round picks, yeah, we we're pretty pleased with that.
0: When you say you did the numbers on it, uh, how has it evolved? You've been doing this a long time. How has it evolved that analytics? I know Adelaide have invested a lot. You, you may even have a, a full-time guy in, in that department working alongside of you, but give us an insight into that.
1: Yeah, it was well, in particular that trade, it was the strategy um, around the picks, um, the values of the picks, how far we were prepared to go up and back, um, the scenarios that the guys put to GWS, the scenarios they put back to us. Uh, it was on, it was off, it looked like it could work, it wasn't going to work. And then, But they, to their credit, the Giants were really good to deal with. And we sort of both got what we wanted out of it. So um, they'd pretty much still got their player, I suppose, and uh, we were able to get up to get the player we wanted and needed.
0: Where would you have him Just before Jared jumps Where would you have him On your, your draft rankings Daniel Curtin I, If I can ask
1: I never go exactly Where, where that we rank them Because sometimes There's a little bit Of strategy around If there's two key backs In the top eight You know which one You rank where And which one You're going to take first But he, he pretty much Always been a top five Player for us mm. We uh, Since that game Grand final day The 17 year old uh, Game on grand final day Where we thought He was best on the ground I mean we'd known about him Since he was 15 I went back and checked All the reports and the first contact today and, you know, the work that goes into a player and one you probably don't expect to get in. As your team improves, you probably think, oh, these guys are going to be out of our range, you know, like a Nick Watson, who I love. You probably know you're never really going to be in a position to get those players. But then when one comes up with live trading and future trading and trading on the night, um, you need to have done the work. So the guys did a power work over three years on Dan. So we, we thought he was always a top five player in probably any draft.
2: I'll be interested to see where you end up playing him because uh, clearly he's been uh, known as a, a defender. But uh, just looking at his tapes, he looks so comfortable through the middle of the ground, and uh, you could probably do with another big-bodied mid.
1: Yeah, well, I, there's a bit of an obsession with us and big-bodied mids, Jared. Sometimes people forget Dawson's, you know, one ninety-two uh, and can really mark it. So you know, sometimes the mix of Dawson and Matt and Laird is pretty good. But mm. we've been able to. Add Charlie Edwards at 191, who's a bigger sort of mid with some speed to get out. Uh, And Dan, yeah, there's not many 197s that play midfield, so I think he probably starts back. But he was a really good forward as a kid too, so he might become a swing man, and who knows, midfield might be part of that swing. But uh, I think he'll settle down back, and we've probably got a need for a bit of help there at the moment as well.
0: Where do you see the group now? I mean, uh, look, I think you're drafting the last four years probably to be fair has been pretty much on point. You've kept them, you've signed them long term. Peddler's a gun. We know what Rochelle is gonna be. Saligo at the back end of the draft. It was it was a great value pick. Berry can play. Like they're all there. Is this group ready to go now?
1: Well I think it's time for us to really start pushing, Kane and as the results showed last year we were the highest scoring team. We're still the second or third youngest for most of the year. I think we're the third youngest now. But yeah we need to start Um, pushing and challenging and beating the best teams in the comp if if we're going to be a really good team it's time to start doing that
0: Can I ask you about the discussion we've been having all week really and it's not a new discussion but uh, in terms of academy play I think the Crows have had a couple, New Church and and Borlays perhaps have played a handful of games between them you've never had pick one Hamish whereas other clubs have been loaded is it an unfair system and will you be making your thoughts known as a club to the AFL about what needs to change if anything?
1: Uh, We have in the past, and we certainly have on the NGA NGA part of it. I'm not sure as an industry we've got that part right yet. I think we all need to work on that a bit more together. I feel for West Coast and Freo, and West Coast probably do more in the NGA space than any other club. They have the most uh, boys and girls in their NGA, so I feel a bit for those two. They lost players that they'd worked with for a considerable amount of time. I'm not sure about the fairness of that part. We all need to work on that a bit more. Um, I give credit to Gold Coast. I don't have any issues with Gold Coast at all, and this is my view, not um, so much a club view. I think Gold Coast did a great job. They've developed those boys since they were kids. We've got to support footy in the northern states and make it bigger. Their academy's going well. Their under-16s were fantastic. Their girls' footy in Queensland's absolutely flying. Um, So I have credit to them. I don't have a problem with that. They traded smart. They brought in the picks they needed to pay uh, the players. We all dealt with them. Um, and and no one had an issue with dealing in trading picks with Gold Coast. So uh, I don't have a problem with that part. I think the Allies was fantastic. And people forget that they had a two-day camp before they formed that team and they won the national championships undefeated. Spike McVeigh did a brilliant job with that team to bring mm. those boys together like that. It wasn't like they had four or five camps and time to work on game plan. The way he brought those kids together was fantastic, which allowed... Um, the boys from what we used to call the old Div 2 states or the Northern states now to be successful in the championship so I don't have a, too much of a problem with that part of it, I, I think the NGA part I think we need to do some more work on as an industry and I, and we, Kane, as you know better than anyone, I don't think we can drop the ball in South Australia because the Northern yeah. states are coming and they're coming hard and we, us and Port and we, we both agree to help and we try and help wherever we can, we need to work with the South Australian talent pathway to, to get some more players so we've got uh, plenty of players in our home state to look at, and um, you've... I know Kane, but I know Heath Union and Tony Badford are doing some more work and trying to get the players in on a more permanent basis, and they're going to do a full preseason this year, so um, we can't drop the ball in that area.
0: Yeah, Heath Uni's a star. There. Good hands there because you've still got the go home factor as well, and, and your clubs cop that more than most. It hasn't really been an issue in the last two to three years, but you've certainly lost your fair share of players. So there's that there. Speaking of the which, name jo- Jordan Dawson comes hey, to mind. Can go. I just
2: stop you there?
1: We haven't lost more than most.
0: Clubs okay.
1: lose players, players leave. There's free agency. I can find you five or six clubs that have uh, more players have left than ours. So yeah. No,
0: nah, we're pro- and it was a long time. It was a long time ago that Dangerfield left. Mate, maybe you've just lost some. Bigger names and other clubs, Charlie Cameron in there as well. Um, Duda, which you're probably more than happy to to let go. And I was supportive of that decision as well. But speaking of that, so that the Curtin decision as well, it's not your job to worry about go home. fact, you just pick the best player and give the coach the best list you can possibly give him. But does it weigh into it at all? I know you've been asked about this before, but it's a big move for the kid.
1: No, not so much now. There'll be the odd player in your draft that you go, that, that boy probably can't move. Now, that's not a South Australian thing or a Western Australian thing or a Victorian thing. There are some players that are, may not have the maturity, they're not ready. So now we, our philosophy is we're going to build a great environment. We're going to bring in whoever we want, from whether they're from the Moon or from Bacchus Marsh or from Western Australia, it's not going to matter. We're going to have it, build a great environment and an environment that they want to stay in and be involved. And as our team gets better, that does make it easier.
2: Mm. can i just go back and uh just uh reprocess the argument on the academies have we got the numbers right have we got the equalization numbers right because it does seem a bit weird that you can get a, a pick nine for pick 47 and pick 53 or whatever just to pluck a number out it, it does seem a bit out of kilter that uh, those t- ones that you can collect along the way equal you know a serious player
1: yeah look it's complicated jared and it, and it's sometimes difficult to follow and I have trouble with it too don't worry um, the, the part that maybe we need to look at a bit more is the amount of list spots versus the amount of picks but um, you yeah, they did trade fairly and they got enough points in to pay for their players now three picks in the 30s doesn't quite look fair but as the point system is at the moment and maybe we need to review the point system um, that's about right so mm. um, yeah I, I you know I don't have an issue with that
0: all right, just uh, on, on the do-day one with long-term deals, Hamish, which has been a focus of mine, you, clubs need to be prepared to let them go. Like If, if that was the, the drama of a I'm sure you would have loved to have kept him, but there's, there's a price after a player's had a couple of knees and he gets to a certain point. Were you happy with that? Like, this is the offer, and if it's not satisfactory, then we don't want it to happen, but we're happy for you to go.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't want to go into the details of the, of the contract before Tom did his knee and after. Um, that's not fair. We can't talk about that. But, I mean, that's free agency. Um, and, and the players have a fair bit of pull pulling the rights in, in some of those um, situations. So, oh, look, we all went through it maturely. We wish Tom mm. the best of luck. Tom was a fantastic player for us. We got great service. Uh, he enjoyed his time at Adelaide. It's, it's unfortunate he did his knee. I wish he didn't do it. Um, but it happened, so uh, we wish Tom all the best. Uh, I've still got a fantastic relation with, relationship with Tommy. I'm proud that we picked him, and I hope he has a long and successful career at
0: Brisbane. All right, I'm waiting for the Seeker, Riley Philthorpe, to explode, Hamish. is it taken a little bit longer than you thought?
1: No, I think he's on track. As you know, tools take a little bit longer. We've asked him to do a fair bit, so... Uh, you know, I can find your numbers that stack up pretty well for a twenty-year-old, two hundred-centimetre bloke. So, uh, one thing we know with Riley is he'll always give his best, and no one trains harder. So he's going to give himself the best possible chance.
2: Yeah. Would you have taken Goad had he been available?
1: <laughs> we 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 love what Taylor had done, Jared. Yep. He Really improved, and um, good looked, effort. We, he we looks exciting. Yeah, look, he's, he's athletically great, his speed's fantastic, he, he's raw, but uh, he's a good good ruck size. When you have three picks inside 20,
2: yep. there's
1: always going to be players that you love that you're going to miss, you know. One's going to get knocked off a pick before you that, that you really like, and there'll be other players you tried to trade back in for to get, and it might work and it mightn't work, but yeah, we were in a good position with three picks inside 20 and, um, yeah, you're going to miss some terrific players up there. You're not going to be able to pick them all.
2: You've been around a long time, homies. Which has been your your, your most rewarding pick?
1: Oh, people will say I've got a Tasmanian bias. I, I obviously have spoken about the Ian Callinan pick before, and I loved that one. Um, Ricky Henderson, basically, off, off one one or two country games, he wasn't even really playing footy. We asked him to play in the bush, and then we tried to hide him. Uh, he got what nearly two hundred games. Ricky was a fantastic player for two clubs. Um, uh, each one, you know, like a Mark Keane, Collingwood, get back to Ireland and back yep, now yeah. to see him and his family playing. We've got another Irishman who's going to start on Friday with the boys. He's coming out for a three-week trial. Carl Gallagher. We're really excited about what he might be able to do. So there, there's some, you know, meeting Harry Schoenberg and his dad. Before that draft, you know, great people off the farm in South Australia. There's good stories with all of them. You mentioned Ian Kellen,
2: and uh, one of our callers, Dom, has just texted through and uh, wants to know: Is there a spot on the list for Jack, his son, in the rookie draft?
1: Yeah, uh, we don't we don't have any spots left. Fortunately, Jere, we've got two injuries that we can get back. I think in time, so they don't have to go on the long term injury list. So uh, I hope Jack gets a chance to SSP to train with the club. Um, and I know there's some sample clubs and uh, we'll probably reach out to Jack to, to perhaps play in our sample team if that's a possibility as well. We'd, I've spoken to Ian about uh, offering that up. So we'll see how he goes. I hope he gets a spot training on with someone. But if he doesn't, we'll have some discussions with Jack and Ian about uh, perhaps coming to play with our sample.
0: Last one from me, Hamish. Are you supportive of a mid-season trade period? Uh,
1: personally, Kane, I'm not. Uh, we haven't got a club position on that yet. I, I'm happy for SSP mid-season draft. If you get a long-term injury, you can replace, and you know that gives a great opportunity for guys from the state leagues and kids who missed the draft in their 19th or 20th year to come on but um, I see it as I'd actually like to have 44 on the list no rookies just a list of 44 Mm. if you get a long term injury you can replace once during the season and then it becomes a war of attrition and who's got the best list will win
0: Yeah, that's not a bad take. The the rookie list has become a little bit confusing as well. Hamish, Daniel Curtin, Charlie Edwards, Oscar Ryan, we reckon the Crows are ready to go and are definitely on the right track. Congratulations on on what you've done and what you've built and, and good luck this year.
1: Thanks, boys. Appreciate the time. Thanks for your support.